Welcome, welcome to the Lighthearted Podcast Adventure with four pastors who discuss God, His Word, and some other stuff. This is Pastors, pastors Live, a Rev FM production from Water Springs Church, Idaho Falls. Here now are Pastors Dave, Ty, Shane, and the other guy. So um, she she made these cardboard or styrofoam cutouts and... I'm not sure if you guys have seen the Nintendo Switch, how it has the red and the blue. Yeah. She put the red and the blue handles nice. to go around the, the monitors Screens, yeah. in the in the uh, in the sanctuary. And I think the kids are gonna go crazy for that. And of course Shane is talking about VBS. VBS this year, our theme is Twists and Turns. Hey, by the way, you're listening to Pastors Live. It is Monday, July twenty-fourth, episode number. 823. What? That is weird. Whoa. Weird. But um, so, yeah, we've got VBS. Churches all across America are, are, you know, just fired up for for VBS. It's a big deal every year for for children. I know we've talked about it many times in the past. We should bring in maybe Tiffany uh, one day this week. Yeah. But our VBS, Twists and Turns, which is kind of a um, board games theme this year. Shoots and ladders. Was it last year they did the food truck one? Was that? Yes. 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 Yeah. Judah's in studio with us. That that was pretty cool last year, the, the food truck one, right? No. So, uh, <laughs> Judah, Judah is, is like, don't talk to me, man. But anyway, uh, Judah is too cool for Dave, and that's for, that's the truth. But this year, it's like board game stuff and, and gaming and that kind of thing. And it's called it. Twists and Turns, Navigating Your Way Through All the Twists and Turns Through Life uh, with Jesus. So, uh, Pastor Joe, you pastored in Texas. I did. In Perryton. Yes. Did you guys do VBS at your church? Every Every year. Was it a big deal? Yeah, you know, we uh, and we were a little bitty church. You know, our, our town's about 8,000. And, uh, you know, if we saw around 100 kids every time it came in, then we knew there were 100 kids that heard the gospel during yep. the week and were loved on, encouraged, and families were connected. So, yeah, every year. Now, did you guys feed the kids, like uh, yes. either supper or lunch or something, or uh, breakfast? W- well, we would feed our team before. We would right. everybody get in, you know, forty five minutes early, and Miss Beverly would have a, a pretty substantive dinner for everybody because right. everybody's gotten off work and whatnot. Yeah. And uh, and the only thing ultimately we would do is is some sort of snack is yeah, yeah, normally yeah. what we did. Yeah. yeah. Now, James, you and I were talking last week about VBS and the impact on our lives and stuff like that. Now, when I was when you and I were kids uh, back just before they came out with movable type. And uh, the Gutenberg Press. <laughs> Why do you include me in your category, Dave? Well, I I, I looked up to look you as the, as an elder, and now and you're putting me in your because I look up to you as an elder. <laughs> so, James, uh, when we were kids, I don't remember them feeding us at VBS. Like mom and dad would feed you, and then scoot you over to the church, and you did yeah. your thing, and then you came home and ate again. It's like the new thing now. But did, did, when you were a kid, you're much younger than me by about twenty years. Were um, did they did they feed you guys at VBS? Yeah, that, I think I, I mentioned that that was the highlight of VBS for me was the the big meal time. It well, was you said snacks and juice, juice and crackers, right? But did they feed you a meal? That was that was a meal. Oh, that was I was so happy to get. I guess you, it's all about perspective. Yeah, so just I mean, <laughs> it's true. That's true. Perspective for me, Fair we enough. didn't we didn't have a lot of food. I mean, like right. we we. 
went without sometimes. Right, right. I mean, it was literally the poorhouse. Right. And so when I went to VBS, and although it was only juice and crackers for me, it was juice and crackers. I mean, it was gotcha. like going to grandma's house because the, the people who ran it were these sweet little old ladies who probably loved their grandkids and didn't get to see them that often. Right. And so they were there for their full you know week of kids. Right, right, and right. so it was like going to a, a Bible-infused grandma's house. That's very cool. It was pretty cool. That's, that's cool. a neat way of saying it. I like that. Now, Gary, you, you grew up LDS, right? I did. So you'll have to forgive my ignorance. Did uh, in the LDS organization do they have like a summer Bible program for children? Uh, they don't. So you didn't grow up going to VBS. Uh uh-uh. So I guess the answer for you is no. They didn't feed us at v- VBS. <laughs> no, they did not. <laughs> yeah, good. Jane, good uh, Shane, sorry. Uh, did you ever go to VBS as a kid? <laughs> yeah, I. Did went, they feed you? They did. They. They did like snacks, but I'm, they did I'm not do. Here, guys, I'm not lying to you. <laughs> they didn't do now, meals. Now no we way. would do on the final day. We do a family day, and we yeah. would have a fun family day, and we would cook burgers, dogs. Yeah. So we did that. That's cool. So yeah, we would see, finish I, everyone that way. I, I feel like I want to go back and and start, try it again. I did it in Northern I might, California. I might want to, uh, what, what do they call it? I I identify as I a de- six year old instead of a sixty year old. I hear you can do that. No, I'm going to do it. That flies these days. Dave. I'm going in. I'm I'm going and cover me. Well, we, we may not support you. We may not support you or affirm you. But Dave, you are welcome to try. But you're welcome. I to love try it. visiting people in prison, Dave. So, <laughs> wow. so when I was pastoring in Nebraska, uh, our little town I had less than a thousand people. Okay. And so we would uh, do VBS with the Methodist Church, the um, oh, the Lutheran Church. And the Congregational Church, and we would do it together. And so one year it was at Congregational, and the next summer it was at the Methodist, and the next at the Lutheran or whatever, you know. And it was, it was pretty cool. So we would have maybe 75 to 80 kids. And um, the year that we were hosting it at the church I was pastoring, uh, the Congregational Church, uh, the, the theme was uh, Surf's Up or something. It was all water-themed, right? And so I went to our local uh, fire department and said, hey, on the last day, we're going to have water slides and pools and jump houses. Would you guys bring the truck out and hose down the kids? It was – I still got the videos on my I phone. I loved watching Dude, that. What a – Anything, you can only do that in a small town. Water can, <laughs> you know, maybe. I mean, we've got, what, 60,000 people in Idaho Falls. I'm pretty yeah. sure the fire department would say, you really think we have time to just come yeah, out yeah. and hose down the kids for an hour, you know? Well, but it was pretty cool. You know what? We uh, When was it? Well, it was two, three years ago. Uh, we contacted the fire department. It was during, it was just, it was uh, November of 2020. That's when it was. And Josiah, we were having a, a firefighter-themed birthday and I talked to the fire department there, and they said, typically, when we don't have COVID, you can come tour the fire department and all that kind sure, of stuff right, for right. a party. But instead, they did a drive-by. That's they, so cool. It, oh, it was nice. snowing, and they did I a drive-by, that. had the lights and everything. They were giving That's uh, the firefighter hats ever. to the kids. I mean, it was really cool. That I is mean, cool. Yeah, so they right? do have time, in a sense. Well, yeah, right. probably. It's, I'm sure it was something along the lines of, as long as there's no calls, and as soon right. as we get... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love our first responders here locally, man. Yeah. I really, truly do. Just the other day, we got an opportunity to pray for some of them. Yep. With Shield Six One Six, they're starting their their ride, and they're going to be going from Nevada all the way up to Montana yep. on bicycles, border to border. That's insane. Yep. And so we we got to gather with them while they were uh, getting all their stuff together and getting ready to head out in the vans, and we just prayed right. over them. And, and then Saturday night they did a big presentation up in Rigby, and yeah. some of us got to go up there for that. Good. Yeah. 
good, good organization, Shield 616. And uh, if, you're, if you're not familiar with it, I mean, you haven't been listening to Pastors Live because we talk about them a lot. Oh, yeah. But if you're not too familiar with Shield 616, you can uh, look them up online and see what they do. They provide uh, rifle-rated uh, vests and, and protective gear for uh, our first responders, and uh, many lives have been saved as a result, so we're grateful for that. Hey, listen, uh, we want to encourage you. There are uh, VBSs happening all around the country. Uh, Where are you listening from? Iowa, Utah, Missouri, uh, wherever you're listening. Hey, let us know where you're listening from and uh, what kind of VBS is going on at your local church. We, we'd we love to be praying with you for that. Ours begins on Sunday, this this next Sunday, July 30th, goes through August 4th. It's, uh, as Pastor James said, it's ages four years through fourth grade right here at Water Springs. If you have not registered your children yet, we highly encourage you to do so. It's a great opportunity. There's uh, a morning session and then there's also the evening session for, for folks who um, can't uh, participate in the morning session. There's two opportunities every single day to uh, get your kids at VBS. Also, we have Church in the Park coming up on Sunday, August 6th at 10 a.m. in Freeman Park. And this is something we do every single summer. You can go to watersprings.net and look at all the information about that. And something we forgot to talk about last week is our upcoming summer concert series and we're kicking off with water springs music they're going to be presenting some new music and some um uh how do you want to say it in-house like they, they've uh water springs originals yeah water yeah. springs ori- originally produced there yep. you go and that begins uh august i think it starts the 13th is it the 13th i'm looking up there Yep. So August 13th is Water Springs Music. The next weekend will be Will and Crystal Yates, uh, neat neat family and friends of our uh, worship uh, leader here, Steve Redmer. And then uh, we also have Justin Gambino coming back on the 27th. And I know he's a favorite. I, I, I first met Justin when I was speaking at... Uh, Rock the River at Calvary Chapel Sam, and Pastor Ty was the the pastor there. And for some reason, I guess their budget collapsed, and they needed a guest speaker, and they brought me in. And uh, but Justin was one of the musicians, and we just clicked immediately. I thought, man, this guy's the real deal. So hey, lots of great activities and opportunities uh, coming here at Water Springs. We also, you guys, we have some questions uh, that we're gonna quick uh, address from from some of our listeners. If Before you have you get questions. Comments, yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Pastors live at the rev.fm. Pastors live at the rev.fm. I was just going to say, Dave, was that like a little self promotion? Were you saying to any churches out there whose budgets have collapsed, they can email Dave at watersprings.net and book you as a speaker? 100%. That was awesome. promotion, but it, absolutely. <laughs> if you need a mediocre speaker at a cheap price, I'm your guy. No, I'll, no, I'll, no. I'll, I'll, no. If, you need a mediocre, <laughs> if you need a mediocre speaker at no price, I'm your guy. <laughs> no, okay. If you okay. need someone who's willing to do a road trip to Shane. If you need somebody that really does have to fly, that's Dave. Okay, no, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. First of all, that's not going to fly here. We're going to speak the truth in love. What you have the in this room, in ladies and gentlemen, I love it. you have some great Bible expositors here. I mean, Pastor Shane has only been a believer for for less than a decade, and this man can can take apart Scripture and and share it in a really great way. Pastor Dave has, he's like a a walking concordance. I mean, Dave (laughs) blows my mind with his ability to get to a certain passage and tie it to 15 others, and he knows the address in Scripture. It blows my mind. And then Joe here can preach. 
this man can preach. You are not scraping the bottom of the barrel. You call any of these guys up. I'm just saying. So I'm not going to let go. it fly that you're mediocre. I'm <laughs> okay. sorry. There you go. We're, well, I meant mediocre speaker, but the Bible is not. But all, all right. kidding aside, all kidding aside, um, I, 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 I love Pastor James for his heart to say, no, wait a minute. God's given me the gift to edify people. I'm going to build you up. And I, I love that. You know, James, one of the funny things is I grew up uh, in a fundamentalist Baptist church, and I'm so grateful for that because we we were taught you know, to really revere the Word of God. But when Sylvie and I first came to Calvary Chapel in the early 80s, one of the things that blew my mind was the ability of guys like Pastor Gary, my my pastor in Bellflower, um, of course Chuck Smith, Jeff Johnson, John Corson, these guys that could like be in a passage anywhere in the Bible and find Jesus. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And I was like drawn to that immediately. It's like, dude, you're in Ecclesiastes. How are you doing <laughs> that, right? And then like John Corson would be in Leviticus, which he the, the guy just loves Leviticus. And now I love Leviticus because I started studying it with John Corson. And it was like, how does this guy find Jesus in every stinking chapter? This is amazing. And then you realize, oh, it's because Jesus is in every chapter. Yeah, it's and that was that was like this this the lights went on for me. And when I realized, oh, when you read the Bible actually looking for Jesus, you find Jesus. Yeah. I love that. Also, when you listen to Pastors Live looking for a reference to French fries. You find, you find it. French fries. Yeah. Pastor Dave mentioned on another episode that Dodger Stadium has the best fries. I do want to clarify, I think I said best garlic fries. But anyway, <laughs> uh, my husband and I enjoy the fries from Bush Stadium, where the St. Louis Cardinals play. Pastor James would like that because the place is called Bowtie Grill. A new place for my bucket list. There it is, right? I will go someday, I hope. Road trip. Uh, she says it's so delicious. Actually, they say it's Emily and Dave Benson from Craig, Missouri. She says the fries come, <laughs> the fries come in a little uh, baseball helmet, and they are large fries too. So uh, Emily and Dave Benson from Craig, Missouri. Well, tell you what, next time we're in Missouri, we will go to Bush Stadium. We'll watch the Cardinals get beat, and we'll have French fries. Yeah, and Ooh. we're actually going to fly out to that area. <laughs> really. Um, uh, actually, what is today? Oh, today's the 24th. I'm on a plane right now. Oh, very good. <laughs> I'm flying. Coming to you live from United Airlines, Pastor James Runkle. Yes, sir. Technology's awesome. Uh, but yeah, we're going we're gonna to fly into Omaha, and we're going to drive around oh, a little nice. bit, the uh, Iowa area, and go down to Missouri and see our son and daughter and grandkids, nice. and uh, actually two of our sons in the Nixa area. And uh, St. Louis isn't. It's only three hours from Springfield ish. Right. right. There you so, go. Yeah. yeah. And do you? Do you? It's a beautiful stadium, by the way. Bush Stadium's. Do nice. you get a, a free a free thing if you wear a bow tie? Because I wear a bow tie all the time. <laughs> um, uh, I'll tell you what. Gary's got the return email address for Emily and Dave Benson, and yeah. they'll they'll let you know. They'll, okay. Awesome. Right? <laughs> Maybe if you meet them there, they'll they'll actually buy you seats Ooh. right behind home plate. Oh. <laughs> wow. Thanks, Dave. Yeah. We so, got some more. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not throwing Emily and Dave under the bus or anything. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Emily. I'm not throwing them under the arch. Way to go, Emily. Little under Saint, the arch. Little St. Louis humor for you there. <laughs> little little joke for you. We got okay. some more fry comments before we get into Do the you deep really, ones. I think these so. are fries. Oh, this isn't fries. So, uh, this comes in from Marcus from Idaho Falls. It says, not a pleasant story, but I promised myself not to ever eat at Fuddruckers again. Uh -oh. After finding several pieces of hair 
in my fries. Oh, ouch. Didn't even accept ouch. their offer for new fries. Ouch. Gross. Ouch. Wow. Ouch. ouch. I, think, I think we all have a yucky fry yeah. story or a hair story, fly Something story. Something like that. Yeah. I sucked a fly up in my shake <laughs> one time. Wow. No doubt. What is it with you and flies? I know. Flies man. love you, me. Wow. I, you I'm draw wait. flies. You're like an artist. God was calling me to be Bear Grylls before Bear Grylls was a thing. <laughs> nice. I just didn't hear it clear enough. You're like an artist, right? You draw flies? I do. <laughs> you know, that breaks my heart because I have good memories of Fuddruckers. I, I ate two one-pound burgers one time for a contest Oh wow! That a friend threw out there at my feet. He's like, if you eat two well, one-pound burgers, I, I'll get your movie tickets. So, I yeah. have mediocre memories of that wow. place. But, but check this out. This is from Damien and Shelby Perry in Logan, Utah. I love Logan. Nice. Hey, guys. That is a beautiful area. It is a have beautiful you been area. Have Logan? Oh, yeah. It's gorgeous. Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. Nice, nice. Uh, the Perry fam agrees with Pastor Shane woo-hoo, about wow. McDonald's fries. See, now that's self-promotion. That especially, is. Absolutely. <laughs> especially when they're dipped or eaten with a McDonald's shake. Ooh, wow. We have an In-N-Out burger close to us and even close to us even and we still like mcdonald's oh, you guys make us laugh wow. no, no, that opinion is i've wrong. eaten at that in and out <laughs> burger actually. yeah i i think in and out overall i would rather eat it any in and out any day of the week but i do prefer the fries at mcdonald's you know it's not too far from that in and out is a is a crispy cream not too far it's true uh, yeah, and we just had a moment of silence. Gabby and I double-decked that place. The beauty <laughs> of the so, heated donut. I'll, oh, I'll tell you something about both of those organizations. In-N-Out Burger and Krispy Kreme are both big-time uh, financial supporters of Harvest Crusades yes. and Harvest America. Yes. Yes. Krispy yep. Kreme is? Yep. I did not know that. Yep. yep. So there's a, there's a couple of organizations there that uh, promote the, the preaching of the gospel. I like yes. that. Hey, wow. uh, here's a serious question. So uh, because it is Pastors Live, we don't want to just spend all day. We only have about four or five minutes left, but we don't want to spend all day talking about food. Well, that's not true. Our flesh wants to spend all day talking about food. But as two of us in this room are on very strict diets right now, we should change gears quickly. That'd be great. Uh, this comes from Teresa Josephson in Washington State. And she says this is for Dave, but for the rest as well. Would you please expound more on what is meant by Christ's afflictions in Colossians 1.24, where Paul says, Now I rejoice in what I am suffering for you, and I fill up in my flesh what is still lacking in regards to Christ's afflictions for the sake of his body, which is the church. Thanks. Hey, Teresa, that is such a great question. You know, I got to teach last Wednesday. And uh, we've started a new series of studies in our midweek teaching here on Wednesday nights. You can go to watersprings.net. You can go to our YouTube channel, our Facebook channel, um, our, our MySpace and our Your Face and our Twit and everything else channels. And uh, you can you know watch the the, for, the the past teachings. And so on Wednesday nights, currently, we're going through the book of Colossians. I had chapter one last Wednesday. Uh, Pastor Joe has chapter two this coming Wednesday. Then we'll take a break because of VBS. We come back, and Pastor Shane has chapter three. And then Pastor Joe will come back on the last uh, Wednesday and land the plane. So we're going through Colossians. And in that first chapter, Paul indeed says, um, I rejoice in what I'm suffering for you, and I fill up in my flesh what is still lacking in regard to Christ's afflictions for the sake of his body, the church. And so, Teresa, that's a great question because, especially in the area in which we live, that verse gets pointed to by certain religious people to say, see there, the work of Christ 
uh, and his crucifixion was not sufficient, and that's what Paul's talking about, that the crucifixion actually lacks, that you have to add to what Christ has done uh, and make up the lack of his affliction. Here's the deal. The work of Calvary is never referred to as his afflictions. The afflictions of Christ are the the suffering or the persecution, the hard times that he uh, endured during his ministry. Right. We know that because Paul says before making that statement, Paul makes it very clear that the work of Christ on the cross is sufficient. You can add nothing to it, nothing. There is nothing to add to the grace of God. There is nothing to add to the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ for your salvation. Paul, on the other hand, suffered affliction for what? He says it right here, for the church, for the body of Christ, which is the church. Paul said, everywhere I go, I'm afflicted. He'd been beaten. He'd been shipwrecked. He'd been stoned and left for dead. Paul was enduring affliction, just like Christ was enduring affliction. And Paul said, the afflictions, plural, of Christ, not the affliction, not his death, burial, and resurrection, not the finished work of Calvary, his suffering, uh, the, the persecution of the church continues. And Paul says, all that's doing is filling up. Have you ever noticed where the church is the most persecuted, it thrives the, yes. the most. Yes. And it actually fills up the affliction for the body of Christ, and it continues to this day. It wasn't just Paul. And he talks about that, that the afflictions continue. Guys? It's yes. almost like a, a foundation for a, a lifestyle of humility. I oh, mean, you know, it, it speaks so that. against the prosperity gospel of, of the Western culture, because, you know, they say, if you're in Christ, you can name it and claim it. Well, look at Jesus, Matthew 8, 20. Yeah. Uh, Jesus replied, foxes have dens yes. and birds have nests, but the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. He was homeless, and he was the epitome of, of the the epic servant leader for us to model our lives after because he wasn't chasing after the things he was rightly entitled to. He gave everything up to serve. Right. I love that, James. You know, it's perfect. A perfect question to ask ourselves as we land the plane today for this program is Paul is declaring to the Colossians, hey, I am laboring, I am suffering, I am ministering the gospel, right? And I'm willing to suffer for something bigger than myself, right? And that's the question we got to ask ourselves today is, are we laboring? Are, are, are we suffering for Jesus in the sense of the ministry? Like, are we putting ourselves in a place where we are sacrificing our life to further the gospel in other people's in other lives? People, right? So our sufferings... Um, our boo-boos, our owies, um, do they add one thing to our salvation? No. Nope. Right? Not a thing. Not a thing. You are saved by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone, to the glory of God alone. And if there was ever anything at all you could do to add to your salvation, then Christ's work on Calvary would have been insufficient. Paul argues in Colossians chapter 1, and in fact, this Wednesday night, um, yeah, you yeah. want to tune in uh, Wednesday evening. If you're, if you're not local, like Teresa's in Washington State, um, you can go to watersprings.net and click on live stream, or you can go to YouTube or Facebook and watch the live stream. Pastor Joe gets chapter 2, and Paul is going to double down on this very thing, that uh, the work of Christ on Calvary uh, is sufficient 
and that it uh, it you know he took our sin and nailed it to the cross. We got to roll, and that's Close worth that's worth suffering for. Yeah, and that's worth suffering for. Not to add to my salvation, yeah, but, but in response to my yeah. salvation. I love it. Guys, I can't believe the the it's already gone. The time is gone. We love you guys so much. We're glad you've tuned in. Tune in tomorrow, please, for more of Pastors Live. If you have any questions, comments, complaints, concerns, well, if you have any complaints or concerns, it's Shane at watersprings.net. If you have comments, compliments, uh, uh, questions, it's pastorslive at therev.fm. God bless you guys. We love you. You're loved. You're family. You know the thing. Judah, say goodbye. Say goodbye. Thanks, Judah. Pastors Live is a Rev FM production from Idaho Falls, Idaho, and is made possible by the Ministry of Greenhouse Coffee. Send your questions and comments by email to pastorslive at therev.fm. Then listen for their response on another episode of the lighthearted podcast.